Welcome back to part two of our series called Five Indicators of Real Recovery. This episode is going to be rigorous honesty despite the consequences. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. Guys, happy Cyber Monday. It's actually Tuesday. Tuesday Oh my gosh, that's right. Okay, on that note, we want to one-up Cyber Monday by introducing Cyber Week. Um, nice and it's save, a, Kobe. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, tr- I tried. Uh, ultimately, though, what we want to do is, is provide you guys um, a Cyber Week deal on our program, Shattered Trust to Thriving Intimacy. And remember, th- the cool part about this is this program is going to be discounted, and it is the lowest enrollment requirement that we've ever had and never before we're doing a payment plan which makes it really available to everyone for like the lowest initial investment like that we've ever had which is really really cool especially considering the timing of it right so um ash they need to go to shattered to thriving.com and there's no promo code needed yep guys get the help that you need and uh happy cyber week before we jump into uh, the content, let's go ahead and read, just read a review. This is called Happiness, and it's from Change is Possible. I'm so grateful for this podcast. It has helped me continue to make positive changes in my life, which have resulted in a much better relationship with my wife and children. Thank you so much for your help. You know, the, the, the part, um, it's helped me to continue to make positive changes in my life is that's that's all we want. If you can keep hope alive enough to to continually make changes, that's that's it. And if you're in that frame of mind, then time will work with you to yield the change that you want. So Absolutely. keep on. Glad you guys are here listening. And again, if you haven't, please pop over and leave us a review and and uh, rate us. And uh, that always helps the podcast to be more easily found by people who are really needing it. Right. Absolutely. So okay. Let's dive right in. Rigorous honesty um, is just the good stuff for recovery on multiple levels. And, but I, I think it's also um, misunderstood what it actually is. And so we'll get into it today and really define what it is. And, um, but why it's so good is it, it serves a couple purposes. First and foremost, when you go from living in the dark, living in denial, living in secrecy, uh, manipulating your way through life, Um, all of those things, the denial and the secrecy and the manipulation feed shame and feed a breakdown of self. And when you go from that to living in the light, being more authentic, more vulnerable, more out there with your honest self, um, it, it totally flips it on its head where it doesn't feed shame. It feeds power. It feeds Um, confidence and understanding of who you are and stepping into your integrity and all of those things and it solidifies that and you know that because you're living an authentic honest life the other thing that it does which is is awesome is trust in relationships it makes it possible without rigorous honesty trust is not possible and if you're consistently rigorously honest you can create trust and so being honest not only heals you, it starts to heal the relationship as well. 
And so it is critical to recovery. So the question is, is why don't people just be honest all the time if it's so good, right? Man, this is like, I've got immediately just like a couple of questions in my head. Do you, Ashlyn? Uh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> you will. You totally will. And you'll have, have comments too. I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> so, okay. So one of the very first things that I thought of in this is, is uh, again, and I've said this countless times on, on, on this podcast, I never considered honesty as a thing. Okay. And, and, and the reason why is because I learned as a, as a kid, if I was honest and told the truth, then I got in trouble and getting in trouble was, was like the ultimate thing of survival. Right. So, okay. so I lived this life of just lying because of fear, right? Yes. The consequences. The, exactly. <laughs> but, but once we started recovery and especially after full disclosure, a full therapeutic disclosure, there were, it was still hard emotionally, yeah. internally for me to speak my truth. Because you're scared. Okay, but but is it also because of the biology in my brain, meaning the neural pathway in my brain, the thought process that, that I had spent, geez, you know. Decades. Decades in that, that said, if I tell the truth, I'm gonna feel pain. And, and so is it, is it just, is it, is it equal parts hard for, for me? Um, I'm just kind of thinking back to where I was to tell the truth because I, I was going contrary to the neural pathway in it my is, head. Is, there, is that true that if you tell the truth, you'll feel pain? No, it totally isn't. No, it is true. Yeah. Well, it, it absolutely okay. is true. Okay. I, I, as a trick question. Thank you. And I tricked you. You did. Um, <laughs> and I took it hook, line, and sinker. Um, it is true. If you Rad tell moments by Kobe. The, we, we avoid the truth because of that very thing that you're describing. Because sometimes reality is painful. And okay. you're absolutely right in that our brains instinctually do everything we can to not feel pain. Okay. And so that's why we lie. We, we manipulate reality because we don't want to feel the pain. Mm -hmm. So we're self-protecting and often protecting those we love by lying. By lying. Yeah. The, so what's the problem with that? Well, the, the, okay. I mean, so it's kind of obvious, but what's I mean, the problem, the problem is that? that is that we don't live in truth and then our relationship is based upon lies and well, for the betrayed, for me, it was, and I hear this all the time. I'm sure you do too, Brandon, is mm. that it wasn't the actual things that Kobe were, was doing. They hurt. Yes. Absolutely. But it was the secrets and the lies that it was just this pattern of he couldn't be honest in the little things. Yeah. Definitely not in the big things. Right. Yeah. It's a simple equation. When you avoid short term pain, you cause long term suffering. Mm. And whoa, 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 whoa. And that's okay. with anything. Brandon, that's a quote you got to repeat that. When you avoid short-term pain, you cause long-term suffering. When I'm stressed out and so I go eat a jelly donut to numb out that stress and not fill it, it feels good in that moment while I'm eating that donut, right? Yeah. But then I add some like gunky, nasty feelings to my day and on top of my stress and I cause more long-term suffering. When I can avoid that numb out, when I can deal with the stress, then, and I can face that stress, then I can actually do something with it. So it's the same thing with honesty. Um, we avoid the short-term pain, so we lie. And we cause long-term suffering. We cause breakdowns in the very foundations of our uh, relationships. We cause ourselves tons of shame because so of our lies. I, I, I'm just saying that we need to just make a note because I think there's a podcast in and of itself just on that. 
the difference between pain and suffering and the roles of pain and suffering in a relationship. Right. Um, but you, you, Kobe, sorry to cut you off. No, it's okay. The thing about honesty, it's 100% about stepping into pain. That's all it's about. Well, and you don't know how the other person will react and show up. And so you really are just saying, I'm taking this step for me. One, yes. to say I'm going to be honest and live authentic. And you may show up with a lot of anger and hurt. That might be hard for you, yeah. but, but I am committed to having integrity. Sorry I cut you off, Toby. No, I appreciate you saying that because that was a very simple statement. It was important. Um, I, I, guess what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to, to do is, is identify the fact that pain is something to experience just as much as suffering, but pain is okay and it's a part of every relationship. It's a part of every person's identity and experience as a human being. But suffering is, is very different and has a very different function. Your pain in a relationship is a huge opportunity for connection. Um, so we, And this is where we get it backwards. We think, if I say things or if I do things that cause the other person pain, then I'm destroying the relationship. Mm -hmm. It's actually if you avoid saying things or if you avoid not feeling pain with them, then you're damaging the relationship. Totally. I think back to so many conversations of Kobe and I over the years of having those really hard, like, uh-oh, here, here's the truth, right? And right. it's anything. It's not just recovery work. It's here's who I am, right? right. And to the fear that comes with that, but then it turns into the like best connecting moment because I'm seeing him and hearing the real him. him. Yes. yes. Instead of like the hiding and the that's what's destroyed the relationship, yeah. not the moment of truth. Right. But yeah. that but that piece of and what I've learned only recently, probably this calendar year, is I it was it was the living in lies for so long that eroded my identity that that snatched my self-worth and I really didn't know who I was. I just learned how to interact with people in like this ecosystem called life in order to not be in pain, right? Yes. And, and, I, and I, was, I was super good at that. I was super good at that across right. the board. But that meant that the, the, the cost for me internally was my own identity. Yes. And I did not look what you're, Look what you're selling out to avoid that pain. Right? I, all of me. Yourself. And, 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 and the crazy part about it is I had no idea that that's what I was doing. Moreover, mm -hmm. if you had gone back to me, come back to me and said, hey, Kobe, let's just help you connect some dots here and realize what you're selling out. I probably still would have been like, okay, that makes sense. But no. I'm still going to do what <laughs> I... I'm still going to do what I... That's what works for me and that's what I... But that's, I, why, that's why I'm comfortable yeah. and that's what causes the least amount of pain. In the, meantime, in the meantime, thought, In the meantime, you're deteriorating and your relationship is... And I, right. I'm sowing yeah. seeds of suffering. Yes. But it's almost and I did so like for so long. You, it's the, you don't know what you don't know. And until right. Kobe experienced a life of authenticity and integrity he didn't really think it was that much that he was missing right 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 yeah it's a it's a novel thing well so you, you think why why people get stuck in this for so long because one you don't know what you don't know so you're, you're oblivious to it you're ignorant or you're just oblivious this is right? the way we are the, that it's we function how i am and right. it's what i do it's how it works we label ourselves so we label ourselves. Then once you actually figure out that's what you're doing your your brain is still going to say yeah but keep doing that because 
Now you're looking at doing uncomfortable. Totally. Now you're looking at stepping into vulnerability. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That is your way out of suffering. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. And not until that suffering gets so high do you finally say, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm going to live authentic. I'm going to deal with the pain as it comes because I can't take the suffering anymore. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. And I could be off. So tell me if I'm off. Okay. So I feel like I was a pretty honest person and have been. Okay. However, I have withheld information okay. plenty in our marriage. Like, I'm not going to show up 100% honest. Does that go with this? Um, that's an interesting question. It depends on... Because I did plenty of that if you were talking withholding. I know, but I'm looking at it as the betrayed. Like, I I didn't show up 100% honest throughout our marriage either. Right, right, right. Well, and I don't think many people are 100% honest. I think all of us have a tendency to protect from pain in some way. I'm not justifying it and saying that's good for you, but I think we all do it, right? Just human nature. Um, but you're kind of bringing up something else, Ashlyn, in that um, there's like omission is a form of denial and it's a form of dishonesty. Um, but, but it's not that simple. So okay. like if I, if I don't tell Jenny certain things, um, I might not tell her those things because in my integrity, I really feel like it's not that important to tell her. Like I don't, it's not gonna, it's, you know, like I feel okay as a man in my integrity, to, in my integrity to be like, I'm good. Right. Now, there's a difference between that and being in my fear. If my fear says don't tell her because you're afraid that she might really not like that and she's going to freak out, those are probably the things I need to go tell her. Okay. Right? Do, do you see the difference? Yeah, your intentions behind? The intention behind the omission. If I'm, if I'm omitting just because, if I went de- home every day and sat Jenny down and told her every last thing about everything about my day, like that's... That, that's an attempt at me being honest, maybe, but that's not healthy. Um, this happens it's also all the- boring. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you saying about my life? No one wants <laughs> to connect like that. <laughs> Tell it's me true, everything. Actually, actually, Ashlyn, I hear it all the time Oh, where addicts will come home or they'll, they'll do these check-ins with their spouse and their spouse will say, Tell me everything. Mm. And, um, you know, there's a difference between, um, fear-based disclosure like you're constantly trying to say everything because you're afraid that if you don't you're not being an honest person and being an authentic honest person and um you know if i if i went home today and jenny said did you see any sexy women today and tell me tell me who they were and what what they looked like okay um I probably would say something like, honestly, I'd probably say like, this is really weird. (laughs) Like what's happening like this? Because that's not something Jenny would say to me. It kind of goes back to your episode you did with your brother. Like, what are they really saying? What what is she really (laughs) saying here? And, And so I would show up authentically and show my concern and say, help me understand this. Um, what I wouldn't do is jump straight to, well, let me think, I got to tell you about a sexy woman because you're asking me about one and I want to show up as an honest man. So I got to think of one so that you think that I'm an honest man. man. That's, that's just a mess. That's not honesty. Yeah. Um, honesty is more than just disclosure and, and uh, honesty is showing up real and authentic and confident with who you are and not protecting out of fear and not manipulating and, and being in denial because you're avoiding this pain. Okay, I think I heard a filter, like a vetting process that you 
that, that you shared just a moment ago that I want to identify because this could be a very useful tool for people who are listening. If I share from a place of integrity, that means I want to be authentic to who I am. I want to be in my integrity. And again, integrity defined very quickly by you is what? Integrity is stepping into your strength and knowing who you are. Okay. So that so means it's it's power, it's peace. It's right? okay. So if you if you use that if as a filter to say, am I gonna share this out of integrity to be me? Yes. Then this is going to be an important thing to share. However, however, if you um, use the filter of fear and you're like, I don't wanna share this because I'm afraid of how they're going to react or what they're going to say or what the consequences, then that's an indicator to you that you actually do need to share. Yes. Is that, did, did I hear you correctly on that? Yes. Or did I miss, miss no, something? In, yes. In this? But, but it's tricky because like, let me give you an example. I mean, everything can be manipulated by like, I'm looking back to me. It's like, I could have manipulated everything you just said to serve my own purposes and stay in attic mode, douche mode. Right. But I think that, I think the part about that I can identify with is, Am I afraid of how she's going to respond? Okay, if I am, then that's my answer that I do need to disclose and share. Okay. My, here's the thing. So let me give you an example and tell me what you would do. Okay. okay? Um, uh, I was working with a couple and her boundary with quotation marks was um, every time you go in public, you have to look at the ground. Oh, yeah. I've boy, heard oh this boy. before. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it yeah. today. Not like, your story. I'm saying. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a thing. Okay. So... Um, he, and he, and, and if you do look up and you see a, a pretty woman, you need to tell me. Okay. So again, rigorous honesty, despite the consequences, that's what we're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, now he talks to me in session and he's like, Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Every time I go out, I have to, you know, and I'm, uh, I'm listening to him and he's a shell of a man. He's not masculine at all. He's, he's yeah. And and so what would be being honest look like for him? He thinks in his shame-based mind, he thinks he's being a good boy by looking at the ground and admitting to her every time that he's bad, okay? Mm -hmm. um, what is rigorous honesty despite the consequences? Well, to me, it's like the rigorous honesty here is, is like, I'm going to tell you not when I see a beautiful woman, but if I, if I get lost in lust then I'll tell you. I actually wouldn't, but that's the real, to me, that's the real okay, so argument he, he here. He could show up defended and be like, you're crazy. And this is what, I, he doesn't need to argue. Show up in his integrity and uh, his authenticity with who he is. Now you don't know this guy, but I think most guys, most people would say that doesn't work for me. Like, I'm sorry. When I go out in public, it doesn't work for me to have to look at the ground every time I go out. I'm, I can't do that. And I won't do that. Now, despite the consequences, right? Mm. In his mind, he's thinking, it's, it's like what you were saying about your mom or, and your dad. Like when you were honest, you got in trouble. Right. When he's honest here, he's going to get in trouble. Right. He says right. to her, that doesn't work for me. But he causes the suffering by not being honest, although he looks like he's being a good guy by complying with what she's saying, but he's not mm. creating any safety in the relationship. Well, yeah. and it, it almost makes it the suffering for her, you can hear her pain yeah. by, by creating this, like you quoted, it's a boundary. It's not a boundary, right? Right. You can see and feel her sadness and hurt and pain. And by creating that, it just makes it more so. To to he's enabling her to live in that fear yeah. by 
keeping his head down and disclosing, you know, every last thing that he Man. does. And you don't know it when you're doing it. Um, no. So if you are doing it, like. Yeah, it's an it's a you're, normal. You're pretty normal. Trap to fall into. That's why th- what you just described is exactly why this is not straightforward. Rigorous honesty. There's, there's, there's. It's it's simple, but it's complex so at the same time. No. Can, can I ask a question? I think so. Um, in one of my women's groups over the weekend, we had a question come up, and I actually grabbed Kobe and I'm like, "Hey, Kobe, I want them to hear from you and your point of view on this because." It's different, right? To right. hear from him over just me. Okay. And so the question was, they hadn't, the couple hadn't set up what is a relapse. Okay. okay. Like basics 101. Right. What is a slip? What is a relapse? It's different for everyone, right? Right. Um, and so they hadn't come up with that. And so when he would say, hey, I've been struggling, but I handled it and I was successful. She's like, well, what, what the does heck that does mean? that mean? Right. Right. And so he would like give a little, but then he'd be like, I don't want to tell you this because this isn't helping. Um, is, is he in his fear is integrity? Yeah. yeah. Right? That's what he needs to look at. So, so it was an interesting discussion that we had and the, the group really understood what Kobe had told them. But it, to me, that whole scenario showed rigorous honesty in saying, Hey, I wasn't looking for porn, but I was definitely looking for something. Right. 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 right? O- owning the reality owning, of it instead yes. of minimizing and saying, cause that's what happened is it was a relapse, but he wasn't looking at porn and he didn't masturbate, but what was he, he was looking. Right, right, right. Yes. So he's, you know, that honesty, I think coming off that point, Ash, and that honesty is internal first and foremost, right? Yeah. It's not, I'm being honest with you. It's I'm first and foremost being honest with myself about where I'm at and I can, I can own the, the truth and then I can express it to you. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I have to mention this because when we had this discussion, Kobe's like, well, that's, that was when I relapsed, what, 29 months in Yeah. was that. And right. he counted it as a relapse when some people would be like, but you didn't look at porn. You didn't masturbate. You didn't reach out to a woman. Right. But for him, we decided that that's what and his he, intentions were. But he owned that. He totally owned foremost. it. Yeah. Yeah, and we actually lost a lot. It was owning what we had defined it it. as, and that's really the that's really the point. I I was working years ago with a drug addict, and his uh, his wife had a dream that he had a relapse, and so she she kind of put him in this position of, you need to admit your relapse to me, and and he hadn't had a relapse. Those dang dreams, they feel so real. He did not have a relapse, and and I really believe he didn't, and. she, she gave him an ultimatum and said, like, I'm going to leave you unless you admit to this relapse or not. And he was saying, what do I do? Do I make a relapse up here? Should I make a relapse up? He was, he was legitimately asking me, um, what, what, what does he do? He stays honest. Yeah. And, 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 and no, nobody- se- it seems crazy because my guess is she's feeling like it was this prompting, I, it wasn't crazy spike narrative. Like it right. felt real. It feels like her truth to her. I've absolutely woken up from those dreams yes. and been like, I hate you and yes. I will kill you. And by the way, I've heard some dreams that have been amazing in terms of intuition and finding stuff out. For and sure. All that, right? There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this one happened to be off a little bit. And so he was, he was seriously contemplating, I'll make up this story about a relapse and then I'll deal with the consequences of that because, and, and I told him what you said, Ashlyn. And I said, no matter what happens here, this is between you and God. And 
you know what the truth is, and so you need to stick to the truth. And it'll work its way out in the end, however this all all works out. Yep. Right? And we've had those moments. Oh, yeah. Where I've said it feels, something feels off, right? Like there's stuff going on. Right. But I haven't had, it's more spike narrative. And I have to, I did a whole IGTV on how I come out of fear because I do have to have a process for it for me because yeah. it is it feels real. Right. And for Kobe to step into it and be like, he owns and has empathy that that's where I'm at, but he's also honest and says, right. that's not where I'm at. Right. Oh, I love that. That's a hard play. That talk it's about hard pain. for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pain, but it's a super important piece of regaining masculinity. Yeah. In as for me, it was important in, in that way to be the strong masculine that says, I can see why that would be so upsetting. Here's my truth. Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, and, and, and you know what? In that moment, Kobe, this is a really important point we're making right now. Because in that moment is when you show up in strength. Mm -hmm. And in that moment is when you, you put, drop a few drops in the trust bucket. It, yeah, absolutely. Right? That's where it, it happens. It does feel different. The way Kobe just shared that felt different than defense. Yeah. Why are you accusing defense me? Defense or no, compliance. No, no. Either one yeah, of those will not sure. build that trust. So you're absolutely right, Brandon. It yeah. feels hard and, and weird in that moment, but it also is like, okay, like I can believe that. Recovery demands that demands, rigorous honesty rigorous honesty so um the person who has lived without identity authenticity integrity can reclaim it that's where you start to see it is when you actually start to show up as an honest person. and that's that for someone for, for me i'll just speak for myself uh, for someone who lived without identity and without authenticity and without uh integrity it was a novel experience. It was it was painful, and it's been a process, but it was a novel experience, but it was one that has um, fostered this trajectory of growth internally and confidence. So I can firmly stand where I am and say, this is my truth. So, so this is, maybe this is a deep dive we can do over on Patreon, but it's great that we're saying, be honest, be honest, be honest. But a person who doesn't know who they are, mm -hmm. it's it's hard to go from from there to there really quickly yeah. right? zero to a hundred <laughs> yeah and so learning how to trust yourself learning how to recognize who you are learning how to know what your intuition is saying and what your gut is saying and 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 recognize those things and learning how to connect to god and have have that connection backing you up all of those things will help you be an honest person i love that yeah, yeah. so uh we're gonna do that we're gonna have a deep dive um ash you had something i just wanted to add that these things can happen you can show up and be your authentic and honest self and things don't go great. <laughs> Maybe you don't get an attaboy pat on the back. Right. Um, keep doing it. Yes, that's keep doing that's it. a great yep. point, Ashlyn. Yeah. Is because in the end, if you stay consistent with your honesty, um, you're, I promise you, you'll have more peace, you'll have better connection in your relationships, and your life overall will be better. Yeah, so. I love that. Guys, we're going to deep dive, which means we're going to jump over on Patreon and we're going to share uh, a little how-to um, from this episode. So if you haven't joined us there, love to have you go to patreon.com slash betrayed addicted expert. And, uh, you'll be able to listen to a how to on, uh, establishing, uh, not just rigorous honesty, but a process to that, uh, that can be uh, implemented as a couple in order to achieve that. 
So thanks for being here, you guys. Bye-bye. See ya. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And don't forget our promo over on ShatteredToThriving.com. No promo code necessary. Just hop on over. You'll get our Cyber Week payment program on our program that's been really life-changing for so many couples at the lowest investment, initial investment possible. So uh, hop over there, guys. We'll see you soon.